One more verse in section 93 is verse 20. And we think about when the Savior comes, we know that the righteous will be caught up to meet him. And I just want to share this one last verse. For if you keep my commandments, you shall receive of his fullness and be glorified in me as I am in the Father. Therefore, I say unto you, you shall receive grace for grace. So the Lord is saying you can have the fullness and be glorified as, as I am. Now, of course, we need the Savior's grace to do this because we sin and we fall short. But as the Lord reveals information to us, as he reveals his path, we are expected to pick up our pace and to become, I guess we could say, more obedient, uh, line upon line, precept upon precept. We don't get it all at once. And this, again, to me, is very similar to, as I'm going to guess, you can tell me if I'm right, I'm going to guess that the Lord opens up recollections as you are prepared to stretch a little more and receive them. Would that be accurate? That's totally right, because there are times when uh, I've been asking for something and I begin to receive the dream or the vision at night or when I'm quietly working on some wood or quietly working somewhere, and I actually, it's like overloading to me, and I, I can't deal with the emotions that I'm seeing, and so I shut it down, and then I have to go back and go, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't trust, I didn't wasn't prepared, and it takes me a while to have them reinstate the dream or vision and most of the time it's because i haven't built enough trust in that heavenly father had a plan and that there was a way to save the righteous and to save those and separate them from the wicked but it is a, a quite a process it just doesn't all flow at once immediately on everything and sometimes i i've watched nostradamus and the story of his life and i have felt so much like Nostradamus at times being plagued with these scenes because I'll walk over something or around something and a dream or vision starts to open and I start to see a lot of times the bad things are happening because I'll be a part of those scenes and rescuing and things like that and and it's overwhelming to me and I have to kind of go back and strengthen myself and say sorry will you please explain right <laughs> so, so I think one of the lessons from this is that we should let the Lord sometimes reveal things at his own pace. Although we are commanded and encouraged to ask, seek, and knock, um, we need to make sure that we're prepared to receive. And uh, because I would think that if we, if we gain too much knowledge or information than we can handle, then it becomes a cursing and not a blessing. And I know exactly that's why they didn't give it everything to me when i was 14 that they said they would withhold until i was ready because it would have been a cursing upon me with everything else that i had to do i would have been thinking about this and i wouldn't have focused on what was ahead of me and building a family and building my you know relationship with my wife and all that i would have been too preoccupied with this way far out here stuff and skipped over the foundational steps that i really needed so so we go back to this verse, 9313, and um, he received not of the fullness at first, but at first, but continued from grace to grace until he received a fullness. 
um, the Lord very carefully, you know, brought uh, through his parents, through spiritual impressions, brought Jesus along a little bit at a time. And he, of course, was able to find grace in every step that he took, probably unfaltering as he was, as the plan was revealed to him, he was able to absorb and accept and and fully uh, operate at the next level, each level he was given. And I do take a lot of, you know, comfort in that, and that the sky's the limit. Uh, we can receive the same glory, and and uh, as uh, the New Testament teaches, we become joint heirs with Christ. So, go ahead, please. Um, you know, over time, and I've written this in our Carol and I's we wrote a few years back in our book, True Connection, of all the times that we went up and down. And, you know, at the end of it, and we worked through grace and, and worked on forgiveness and coming back to this joyous feeling that more and more things were opened unto me as I was ready at that time that um, it's, it's always this up and down struggle you know, but we keep growing and growing and, and advancing to where we have these higher and higher levels of peace. And in those moments, we can receive and understand things. You have a recollection of not only seeing maybe some things the Lord is going to ask you to do in your life, but did you happen to see whether it was yourself or others, if there was any uh schooling or preparation that was going on relative to the various missions we we should we are going to be sent to fulfill and by the way are i'm assuming that we are sent here with uh, many of us with specific responsibilities and expectations besides just quote unquote living the gospel um you know as we learn from the new testament there's this body of christ there's a head or shoulders there's feet and arms all of us are serving a function and did you see whether we had specific roles we were supposed to play or we would learn about them? And and then was there preparation made uh, in able to do these you know positions? Calling? We were so, so busy in the pre-existence. It was just like you kind of didn't want to take time for rest because it was exciting. And uh, we saw that there were natural talents and abilities among us in different areas. And they began to group together. And of course, many of them went out in councils to other worlds. And as they learned and grew watching all these different earths grow and stuff, their talents began to grow and learn and converse back and forth and became very talented. Like some are good with speaking with people and, and talking with them and helping them to know the truth. Some were more understood nature and how uh, plants grew and what plants were good for us and the good for our bodies and others knew how to help heal broken hearts and just connect and know the right words to say to help them find their way to the atonement and uh, do those kind of things and some were you know in on the creation of the earth and understood the layout of the earth and the, the patterns of it and they will probably become trailblazers in the future and are easy at orienteering and traversing and um, others were very strong and and stout and firm in their beliefs and were able to work with michael and become part of michael's army and to 
you know, at one point up there, we gathered that there was a host of heaven and Lucifer and took him to earth. And that re will repeat again, of course, as we are here on this earth. And I saw that in a way, everything that we're experiencing now, we kind of experienced in the pre-existence as far as conflict and stress and things because they, we had a, a group that opposed us and opposed our plan and opposed everything we did and how we did everything that we could to convince them of our plan and yet they rejected it. But we did have good missionary efforts there for a while. Did, did we have, uh, not that I want to go too deep into this, I, because I just want to stay on topic for what's helpful for us, but did we have uh, experienced uh, teachers that were instructing us like in a classroom setting or council settings, or were we learning by doing, you know, also uh, when we were, before we came down? There were a few things that I remember going into council meetings and to buildings and so forth, but I saw so many times that we were on the grass or out on the field or something up there that was beautiful and green and discussing and doing things together that way. Um, so there were just very many opportunities, you know, and even up there, there were buildings that need to be built, you know, like we had this wonderful, beautiful, great big conference center where people could meet together and the beautiful benches that it has in there and the wood and the stonework and stuff. It was all, we worked with it and learned. Oh, okay, so here's here's my next question. It's very clear when we read the scriptures, especially the ones uh, provided through the um, revelations given to Joseph Smith Jr. It's very clear from the book of Abraham chapter three, and it's very clear from the book of Moses that Jesus knew exactly what he was getting himself into when he volunteered to come to this earth and to be the savior for us all, and that through him, we could be saved and be cleansed of our sins through repentance. And it's very clear that he knew and volunteered freely with the full understanding of what he was to go through. So here's my question. You just you don't agree, disagree with that, right? No, not at all. Okay. So here's my question. How how much did we know or do we agree to in our own lives? In other words, well, let me just say it this way because I don't I haven't had an out of well, I've had one out of body experience kind of which I'll relate sometime, but nothing like I was up there for hours. Mine was like uh hey, be careful what you ask for, and I'll, I'll get into it sometime. But my issue is, um, my feeling has been that uh, when, if we came down with a handicap, if we came down with a disability, if we came down with, in a really uh, challenging family line, uh, if we came down in in a certain country or a certain place, that we had been fully informed of where we were going to go, uh, the circumstances, the challenges, and that we basically sat down, I don't know if we sat down with the Savior, but we sat down with someone and agreed to the plan that was going to become our lives. And I'm wondering, that's just my impression. Tell me if I'm way off or if I'm close or... No, what... you're right on. There were, uh, in a way, two 
plans of salvation, one for the whole earth and the plan of us coming back. And then there was one where we would interview with our heavenly parents, mother and father, and uh, try to, to counsel with them and find out what we were lacking in, in becoming like them and the qualities that we wanted to emulate that were like our parents. And so they counseled with us and helped us decide on experiences that might help us become like them. And those would include where we were born or what type of family situation we were born into. And some of those were determined as to, you know, how much money we might have in our lives or how much we might struggle to have money to bring us closer to like them and the qualities there. So the trials and tribulations, both in our personal lives, as well as uh, events among the nations, the purpose of those is to uh, draw us closer to the Lord. Exactly, to emulate those qualities and traits that they had so that we could grow to be like them. I think it's easy to see in our own children as parents the differences within our children, how our children are not all mere images of each other and the way we counsel with one is different than the way we counsel with another one and uh, you know we can't handle each one of our kids in the same way they're just so different and I obviously see that that's the way our heavenly parents were with us okay um, so I want to read a scripture again I try and use these scriptures to uh, substantiate some of these ideas this one i was shown before i went on a full-time mission for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and i was excited to go on a mission and i it's one of the greatest experiences of my life to be able to go and serve but here here are the verses this is from the uh vision of the redemption of the dead as we call it from joseph f smith's writings uh, he died of, as I recall, the Spanish flu in 1918. Before he did so, he uh, had a vision, and it was uh, given to him on October 3rd of 1918. But this is what he says after he sees all these events, and he sees the Savior not only preaching the gospel to the dead, as described in 1 Peter 4.7, but he also was... Uh, Train, uh, training up others to continue beyond the three days that he was among them. So here's what it says. It says, I observed that they were also among the noble and great ones who were chosen in the beginning to be rulers in the church of God. So in the church of God, there were those who were foreordained to be leaders. Verse 56, even before they were born, they with many others so male and female, uh, received their first lessons in the world of spirits and were prepared to come forth in the due time of the Lord to labor in his vineyard for the salvation of the souls of men. So a pretty narrow focus. We're here to, uh, he saw people being prepared in the spirit world to minister to others and to bring about their salvation. And it goes on to say, Verse 57, I beheld that the faithful elders of this dispensation, when they depart from mortal life, continue their labors in the preaching of the gospel of repentance and redemption through the sacrifice of the only begotten Son of God among those who are in darkness and under the bondage of sin 
in the great world of the spirits of the dead. And it goes on to talk about that. But there it is right there. First lessons we receive in the spirit world before we even come forth. So I kept remembering as a missionary, I already know how to preach the gospel. My job is to remember how to do it because I've already been taught and trained. And that's really neat. You know, I myself have let this know the group that I didn't go on a mission and I felt so strongly by the spirit that I wasn't, that I needed to get started on my life's mission with my wife and go forward. And there were, I've been many people in my life that I could not have influenced or could not have opened their hearts if I had been a missionary at first. It was because of this background that they listened to me and things. And the other thing I'd like to say is that in these councils and everything on the other side and this work together, so many times as the people I'm around, we all think it was all men. And I, I'd like to get rid of this idea and in, see how important the women were in this and how they were involved in counseling. Because even as we stand here today and as a husband and wife or, and father and mother, there are so many things that I don't understand about my children that my wife does and things that she can see. And so this eternal female perspective it is absolutely necessary to balance out our world.